Hi there and welcome to Sports Fans TV Cricket Fan Show. Um, I'm Steve, I am the cricket guy and, um, and host of the Cricket Fan Show and I'm delighted that you can join us for this quick preview of the England versus West Indies Test Series, which is about to start in the Caribbean on Tuesday the 8th of March. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about the warm-up game that England have just had against the, the West Indies Cricket Board 11. So a bit of a scratch side, not perhaps the, the toughest opposition that these players will ever have played against and on a pitch that was um, was a bit of a pudding it didn't really have a lot in it so so again perhaps not ideal I mean interestingly I think it was at the the stadium built by the by the convicted fraudster Alan Stanford and England cricket fans will shudder when they think of any connection to, to that man and that that name um, but on to the game because actually there were a lot of positives for England that came from it and I think it gives us some really clear hints as to what's going to happen in the, in the next test in terms of selection and in terms of approach so England batted first and did very well. 466 for six is a decent total that you take in any game, in any situation. And pretty much there were runs for a lot of England's England's leading batters. Um, uh, Alex Lees playing his first game in an, in an England jumper or certainly, uh, you know, above the Lions level, um, scored a patient 65, which is just what England need at the top of the order. He scored that in 214 balls. So he was, he, he was, he was building a platform there, um, but, um, but looked, um, looked in control. It wasn't that he was scratching around and, and hanging on. He, he looked, he looked like he knew what he was doing. And he was joined by Zach Crawley at, at the top of the order who scored a classy 62, batted in now what I'm beginning to think of as a very Zach Crawley manner. Looked very good, very fluent, um, and scored his runs at a, at a fairly decent rate. Joe Root batted at three, which he signalled he's going to do in the test matches, and he scored his obligatory 50, so no problems there. And then coming in at number four, probably the most interesting story, I think, of the batting lineup was Dan Lawrence, the Essex batter who was on the Ashes Tour and, and didn't get a get a sniff of anything other than carrying the drinks and and, uh, and laying out the laying out the cones in training. Um, he scored a, a good 83. Um, and that will have done his, his confidence the world of good. He said that batting at number four is, is his preferred position. Um, and, um, and I think we can safe, safely say that on the performances in this game, that Lawrence will be inked in to bat at four in the test match. Um, Stokes had a bat of five, didn't get too many, but then Bairstow came in and scored a good hundred batting at six. Um, and indeed, Chris Wokes coming in at number eight also scored um, a decent, you got 49 not out and Joe managed to call him in before he could tick that over into, into registering a first class 50, which is a bit of a shame for Chris Wokes. Um, but 466 for six, all good stuff, good start for England. And I'll be very happy that many of their leading batters got some time out in the middle. So West Indies Cricket Board had a bat. They were 264 all out. So England clearly well in well in, in front. Um, thinking about the bowling, wickets for Jack Leach. Jack Leach played a played a, a crucial role in, in that innings, took four for 62, but also I think importantly, his economy rate was was just a shade over two and over. So he he was taking wickets, but he also had control, which I think is a is a good sign. Um, and uh, but the pace attack wasn't quite as much there, I'm afraid. Um they struggled a little bit to, to, to take inroads. Mark Wood was unable to bowl. He was ill, um, not COVID, um, and, um, uh, but, but, but with an illness. But probably the biggest issue and the biggest story to come out of England's bowling attack was, was Ollie Robinson. So if you remember, Ollie Robinson was having back spasms in Australia and was unable to be selected and indeed was unable to really bowl much in the back end of, of one or two of the test matches out in Australia. And certainly John Lewis, the England bowling coach at the time, was fairly pointed in, in his criticisms of, uh, of Robinson and his fitness and his durability to play test cricket. It's a tough game, particularly for a big fast bowler. Well, Robinson here bowled 9.3 overs and had to be replaced in the side. Um, luckily, we could do this in, in this game. 
um, uh, again, because he had he was having back spasms and he, and, he, and he was struggling with his fitness. Now, clearly, that's not a great sign. Um, I think uh, Sakib Mahmood came in and, and bowled, bowled some overs, as did Matt Fisher, who's, who's first time in an England squad. They bowled, bowled a little bit, but not very much. But nonetheless, across the team, we managed to get the West Indies cricket board out for, for 264. Um, England batted again um, and uh, got another put another decent score on the board, 164 for four. Um, Dan Lawrence made a, a rapid 48. Um, so again, did, did very well. Folks also got in on the act and got an unbeaten 40. Uh, ben Stokes got 19 to go with his 11 in the first inning. So a little bit lean for him, but I'm not going to be sitting here worrying about Ben Stokes. He's, he's clearly a fine player. Uh, but in the match situation, obviously, the West Indies cricket board was set a pretty mammoth total. Um, and it was really a question of if they could see the game out. And while they ended up 123 for seven in, in 52 overs, so they did pretty well to, um, to, to, to see the game out. England, I guess, will be a little bit disappointed that they didn't um, knock them off um, a little bit more a little bit more easily but perhaps if they'd been a little bit more in the pitch and it was a little bit more of a of a sporting pitch that would have been um, a bit more straightforward um, but from that interestingly Wokes and Overton opened the bowling and they both went for less than two runs and over which I thought was um, was, was pretty impressive um, two more wickets for Jack Leach so he'll be feeling good about that Mark Wood was able to bowl and he bowled okay he bowled with good pace across he bowled nine overs I think and bowled with pretty pretty decent um, decent spring again on on this, on this docile pitch so he'll be pleased about that and he'll be pleased he made it back onto the pitch Ben Stokes had a bowl he bowled five overs took two for 21 um, and I think that's that's an interesting sign of, of where England might go with Stokes with the ball um, and uh, um, and I think that was good news that he was able to make a, a quick contribution in a limited number of overs um, so although disappointing not to finish with the win actually I would say there were probably more positives for the England bowling attack in the West Indies cricket board second 11 uh, second innings I should say than, than in the first because I think there are a few signs there of where we might go. So the test team, what's going to happen there? Well, it starts next Tuesday, the 8th of March. Lees and Crawley are sure to open and Joe Root sure to bat at number three. I think that's that's locked in and I would imagine that's locked in for the series. Dan Lawrence has won the, the, the opportunity to bat at number four. He was selected over Ollie Pope in the warm-up game um, and he did his but he, and he scored 80 and and and, um, and 40. So you can't, you know, that's brilliant. So fair play, Dan Lawrence. You've you've earned that right and, I, and I'm looking forward to seeing him bat at number four. That could be really good. Um, Stokes and Bairstow, I think, inevitably will bat at five and six. I would probably bat Bairstow at five and Stokes at six, but I don't think it matters a huge amount. Um, and we already know that, that Ben Folks is going to be keeping wicket and he will undoubtedly come in at seven. And he's a very good batter to come in at seven. So that leaves bowlers, that leaves four bowlers, eight, nine, 10, 11. Um, I think in, in no particular order in terms of batting, I think Leach will surely play. They wouldn't have made him the, the main man spinner. They would have given Parkinson at least as many overs if they were looking to make a, a selection between the two in the warm-up game. Leach did well. He took six wickets in the match. I can't see why he wouldn't be England's England's spinner in, in the coming test. I will be amazed if he's not. Stranger things have happened with England selections, but I would be amazed if he's not. So surely Leach will play. That leaves three seamers. Well, I think Mark Woods, I think, has probably done enough to prove his fitness. Clearly, there's a little asterisk against his name there, but I think Wood will play. And I think Wokes, who scored runs, um, and bowled tightly at the top of the top of the order. I think Wokes will probably play again. It's his, he's the he's the senior statesman in the side. I think with the ball, Wokes batting at eight, I think is is pretty pretty strong as well. Gives England a lot of batting. So then there's one more pace bowler to choose from the the collection that England have got. Um, Mahmood and Fisher both came into the into the side in, in the West Indies Cricket Board's first 11 and bowled a small number of overs, neither took any wickets. Mahmood north for 26, Fisher north for 16. I see them as pretty unlikely to play. 
um, I don't think they've got that. That was enough of a sighter for them to to uh, to really be uh, be considered for the team. Question mark has got to be on Robinson. Can Joe Root and Paul Collingwood, the coach, trust Robinson to last the Test match? If I'm Ro- Joe Root, my answer is no. And I think un- until Robinson really improves his fitness, I just don't think it's a risk that England can take. He's a fine bowler when he's on the pitch and he, and he does a good job. And to some extent, he's probably the closest thing that England have out there to to a Stuart Broad-style bowler who, who gets that kind of sort of bounce and can bowl that kind of spell. Um, but if he's not durable, if he can't bowl turnovers, then I, I just think it's too much of a risk. Which then leaves me with playing Craig Overton. I think I would play Craig Overton in this coming Test match. Um he, he's bowled, bowled pretty well in it and he, he got some overs into his legs. Um, again, his test career so far, he's played six tests. He's taken 17 wickets at 33, 33 and a half, which is okay. It doesn't obviously pull up any trees, but it's pretty good. But he's a guy with 374 first-class wickets. He knows how to take wickets and he knows how to bowl. Um, he can bat okay too. His test average is 18 and a half. In first-class cricket, he averages nearly 22, which again, if in this team, if you think about folks at seven, Wokes at eight, Overton at nine, somebody averaging 20 coming in at nine is absolutely fine in test cricket with Wood can have a bit of a thrush after him and, and, and Jack Leach can, can bat 11 or we can, England can mix it up however they want down there. It doesn't really matter. But I think that team, Lees, Crawley, Root, Lawrence, Stokes, Burstow, Folks, Wokes, Overton, Wood, Leach. I think that's a team that's got a chance. Uh, looked at the West Indies squad. I think there's some good players there. But I, again, I think they're in a not dissimilar situation to England in as much as their batting lineup is not terribly settled. They've recalled Campbell to open innings. I've always found him, seen him struggle against the England England bowling attack. Now, OK, the conditions aren't the same as a tour to England, but, but I, I'm I'm not expecting huge amounts from him. Um, I've got uh, Brathwaite's a, a good player and, and others, but... Um, and of course, in, in the bowling, I've got Holder who can come in and of course bat pretty handily as well. De Silva, the new wicketkeeper, looks like quite a good player. But they're still, I think, it's not dissimilar to England, trying to find a way to put a team together with everybody in the right place in the right order with the right balance of the bowling attack. So it will be interesting to see the West Indies team. Um, but I think that the England team that I think England are likely to pick um, really does have a chance. Um, and one thing I'd like, like to mention before I finish on, on Ben Stokes, I think the way England should use Ben Stokes is as a give him a go for two or three overs kind of guy, you know, every every session or so when England are in the field. Ben Stokes is one of those, he's, he's a bit of a golden arm merchant. If he's got if he's gonna hit his straps and he's gonna bowl a good spell, well then you, you give him four or five overs and you and you see what he can do. He may well be taking three or four wickets in that time and I'm really changing the complexion of the game. Equally, sometimes Stokes comes on to bowl, he'll bowl two overs and be naught for not for ten, not for twelve. You just go, okay, it's not happening for you this session. Don't don't flog it. So really just test him out. Try to see if you can get a golden arm spell out of him, but don't rely on him as a frontline bowler. But nonetheless, it's still a few overs that that um, gives the other other guys a breather, particularly if he is in the, in the groove and he can bowl, you know, maybe up, up to, you know, eight, ten overs in one day. That's, that's quite handy to give others a rest. Um, so that's how I would use Stokes very much as the, as the fifth bowler. Um, very much as a as a let's give it give it a suck it and see see if he's if he's if he's on the money if he is great and if he's not then then we we rotate him out and we don't we don't push it and we certainly don't ask him to be bowling long spells of bouncers and act as an enforcer because that's just an accident waiting to happen in the long term we've got other people if we really need to do that that that, that can do that so i'm very much looking forward to the test match um i think it's going to be fascinating to see how this new look reset england red bull team goes 
I've got some high hopes at this point that I think they've they've landed on a, on a selection that may well work. Um, we just have to see, and and particularly if England pick Robinson, it'll be very interesting to see how much he bowls, how long he bowls, um, and whether or not he's able to be effective in the West Indies second innings, which is is kind of a, a crucial will obviously be a crucial part of the Test match. So let me know what you think. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts as well on the selection. Do you think England have missed a trick here by leaving out uh, Pope, or do you think Mahmood should have got more game time? Um, what what's your thinking? Are you happy that Folks is taking the gloves? I think I I am. I and uh, and I think we on the cricket fan show we we've been advocating for Folks for a long time. Maybe you think that Besto should be given the gloves and we should have an extra batter. Who knows? You'd let me know. Always look great to get your comments and, and your feedback um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the show and also you can follow us on twitter at sftv underscore cricket where we put up our thoughts and sometimes witticisms about the games when they're in progress so thank you very much for joining us today on the sports fans tv cricket fan show i'm steve and i'll see you next time thank you 